Hello, this is Yusra from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 20th of September. India recorded 30,256 new coronavirus cases on Monday morning, pushing the total tally of infections in the country to 3.35 crore since the pandemic broke out in January last year. With 295 deaths in the past 24 hours, the death toll has climbed up to 4.45 lakh. The Union Health Ministry said the active cases in the country have declined to 3.18 lakh, which is the lowest percentage of active cases since March last year. The number of active cases is also the lowest in 183 days. Until now, India has administered more than 80 crore COVID-19 vaccine doses. According to a report in the PTI, Kerala Chief Secretary VP Joy has announced that in parts of the state where the weekly infection population ratio for COVID-19 was higher than 10%, stringent lockdown restrictions will be imposed. The weekly infection population ratio is the total number of coronavirus cases reported in a week multiplied by 1000 and divided by the total population of local bodies. According to a Hindustan Times report, the British government has stated that Indian travelers who have received both the doses of the AstraZeneca vaccine made and distributed in India as Covishield will be considered unvaccinated and will have to undergo a 10-day quarantine period from October 4th onwards. On Sunday, Cuba became the first country in the world to start mass vaccination of children as young as 2 years old against COVID-19, ANI reported. Since the pandemic broke out, the country has seen 1.17 lakh children get infected with 10 deaths occurring in the last 2 months. The country plans to use indigenously developed vaccines that don't hold a World Health Organization approval yet. Auckland, New Zealand's largest city will continue to remain under a lockdown for two more weeks with some restrictions being eased from Tuesday, Associated Press reported. The city has been under lockdown for more than a month as the country adopted a zero tolerance approach to eliminate the coronavirus. New Zealand has been reporting 20 new local cases daily. Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern has said that there is no widespread undetected transmission because of an effective lockdown. Globally, the coronavirus has infected over 22.85 crore people and caused more than 46.91 lakh deaths since the pandemic broke out in December 2019, according to Johns Hopkins University. Punjab Congress leader Charanjit Singh Channi was sworn in as the new Chief Minister of Punjab today at the Raj Bhavan in Chandigarh, Scroll reported. Channi took oath as the 16th Chief Minister of the state and is the first Dalit leader to hold the position. He has previously served as an MLA from the Chamkaur Sahib constituency and has also worked as the state's technical education minister. Channi is said to be close to Punjab's Congress chief Navjot Singh Sidhu. Congress leaders OP Soni and Sukhjinder Singh Randhawa were appointed as the two deputies to the chief minister. Congress leader Rahul Gandhi, Punjab Congress in charge Harish Rawat and state union president Navjot Singh Sidhu were present at the oath taking ceremony while former chief minister Captain Amrinder Singh skipped the event. The outgoing chief minister had handed over his resignation to the Punjab government on Saturday. Singh's decision came after a months long power sharing tussle with the Punjab state president Navjot Singh Sidhu. The contention between the two goes back to June 2019 when Amrinder had divested Sidhu then a minister in the state government of key portfolios following which Sidhu had submitted his resignation as cabinet minister 
Sidhu was also consistently critical of Singh's alleged inability of fulfilling election promises and delaying justice in bringing the culprits of the 2015 sacrilege case to account. After his resignation, Singh said that he felt humiliated, referring to the doubts raised by the Congress leadership over his capabilities to run Punjab. Singh also said that he regretted not being able to hand out job letters to the families of the 150 farmers who died during the protests against the farm laws and hoped that the new leader would tend to the same at the earliest. The Jammu Chamber of Commerce and Industry has called for a shutdown on Wednesday to protest against the center's move to open 100 Reliance-owned stores in the district, Hindustan Times reported yesterday. Arun Gupta, the chamber's president, accused the government of grossly discriminating against the traders of Jammu on Saturday. According to Outlook, this is the first time the traders' body has called for a shutdown since the abrogation of Article 370 that stripped Jammu and Kashmir of its special status. The president lamented that small shops would be adversely affected if such big businesses open in the territory, forcing many to shut down. Calling the current government's decision directionless, Gupta also pointed out the government's lack of response to previously raised problems by the outfit that the traders of Jammu were facing. Gupta was also critical of the government's move to scrap the darbar move in Jammu Kashmir, claiming that it would adversely affect the traditional bonds of the business communities of Jammu and Kashmir divisions. Earlier this year in June, the center ended the 149-year-old biannual ritual of shifting Jammu and Kashmir's capital from Srinagar in summers to Jammu in winters. He pointed out the example of the Farooq Abdullah government that had also moved to abolish the darbar move in 1988-89, following which Jammu had been shut down for 23 days and the state government was forced to repeal the order. The BJP had supported the traders back then, but today the party was willing to override the interests of the traders gupta said andhra pradesh's governing party the ysr congress party swept its opposition clean in the local body election in the zilla parishad territorial constituency and the mandal parishad territorial constituency elections the election was held in april and the results were announced on sunday after the andhra pradesh high court allowed the counting of votes last week While the dominant opposition Telugu Desam Party could only score a mere 6 seats, the YSR Congress Party won a total of 604 out of 631 Zilla Parishad territorial constituency seats, reported the News Minute. This is the first time that a governing party has won all the Zilla Parishads in the state. It also successfully won 90% of mandal districts in the state in all 13 districts, including Chittor. the home district of former chief minister n chandrababu naidu where it won all 33 seats for which elections were held the election in april was briefly cancelled while the court heard a petition from the telugu desam party leader that the four week mandatory period of model code of conduct was not followed from the date of the announcement of the scheduled elections to the conduct of the elections A division bench however later stayed the order on an appeal filed by the state government and allowed the state election committee to take up counting of votes. The YSR Congress claims it owed its grand victory to two and a half years of good governance under Chief Minister YS Jagan Mohan Reddy. In other news, the media rumble is back. It starts on the 22nd of September this week. and we have a very exciting 4 day program lined up with some incredible panels and speakers on media technology policy climate change pegasus afghanistan and much more among the speakers that we have for this year are Josie Joseph Hansel Mehta Julia Angwin 
धन्या राजेंद्रन मेडोन एशविन माइकल सफी एंड सैंड्रिन रिगॉर्ड सो रजिस्टर एट डब्ल्यू 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 डॉट द मीडिया रंबल डॉट कॉम स्लैश रजिस्टर राइट अवे एंड ज्वाइन अस इन सम इनरिचिंग डिस्कशन दिस वीक एंड इफ यू लाइक वॉट वी डू डोंट फू गेट टू गो टू न्यूज लॉन्डी डॉट कॉम एंड कंसिडर सब्सक्राइबिंग टू अस बाई प्रेसिंग दैट बटन ऑन द टॉप राइट हैंड कॉर्नर वी आर एबल टू ब्रिंग यू सच एंगेजिंग प्लेटफॉर्म्स फॉर ओपन डिस्कशन बिकॉज वी डोंट रिलाई ऑन एडवर्टाइजर्स और द गवर्नमेंट वी रिलाई ऑन यू गाइज टू सपोर्ट अस सो पार आर वर्क एंड पे टू कीप न्यूज फ्री सीनियर बीजेपी लीडर एंड फॉर्मर छत्तीसगढ़ मिनिस्टर राजेंद्र पाल सिंह भाटिया वॉज फाउंड डेड एट हिज हाउस इन द राजनंदनगांव डिस्ट्रिक्ट ऑन संडे in what the police suspects is a case of suicide pti reported the body of the 72 year old leader was found at his residence in the churia town in the evening the police said the body has been sent for a post mortem no suicide note has been found and the police have not confirmed whether bhatia died by suicide according to local bjp leaders the three time mla had been unwell after testing positive for covid in march Bhatia had served as a Minister of State for Commerce and Industry in the BJP government led by Chief Minister Raman Singh. He had briefly left the party after an altercation over being denied an assembly ticket in 2013 and had unsuccessfully contested as an independent candidate for the Khuji district. However, after the state poll, he later rejoined the party again. Eight people were killed after a student opened fire at a university in the Russian city of Perm on Monday, according to the Al Jazeera. The shooter who was detained soon after has been identified as a student of the Perm State University located 1300 kilometers east of the capital Moscow. Students used chairs to build barricades inside classrooms to prevent the shooter from entering and some were captured on video jumping from first floor windows as they fled the attack. Of the total of 12000 students enrolled in the university about 3000 were present on campus at the time of the attack. According to Perm's health ministry 24 people have been reported as wounded including 19 bullet wounds. School and university shootings are rare in Russia. The country has strict laws governing civilian firearm ownership, but some categories of guns are available for purchase for hunting, self-defense or sport once the buyers have passed the tests and met other requirements. After a school shooting incident on May 11 this year that killed 7 children and 2 teachers, President Vladimir Putin tightened the gun ownership law and the age for buying firearms was raised from 18 to 21 years. That's all the news we have for you today. Keep safe from the din of disinformation and come back for your daily dose tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.